What's going on, guys and gals? It's 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 342 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hi. <laughs> that's, that's not a good sign. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagan. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just not a cat. <laughs> You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk some news, including our first look at the new Mortal Kombat movie. And then we're going to review the newest movie on Disney Plus, Flora and Ulysses. But before we get into all that, how is everyone doing? Aubrey, how are you? I'm surviving. It's... uh. Yeah, I'm surviving. <laughs> right. Well, we're we're glad you survived another week to make it here and watch movies with us. Yeah, me too. We'll, we'll see later on if it <laughs> was worth it for you, but <laughs> no spoilers as of yet. Markellis, how are you this week? I'm good. I'm good. I finally finished season four of Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. So now I'm all done. And uh yeah, I'm not gonna say I got teary eyed at the end, but uh, you know, my my uh my allergies were kicking up <laughs> when a, a couple of characters uh made their final appearances. But uh yeah, I was it's Rebels is such a good show, I immediately started watching Star Wars Rogue One because uh I was like in that mode, I was in that time frame. I wanted some more Rebels action. So uh yeah, I, I can finally, finally cross that off the list. Star Wars Rebels is done. And I'm I'm not I'm not even gonna bother with uh resistance or that that other disney cartoon that's on there because that just looks that's terrible it looks like trash it just looks awful i i think i know what forky would say about it i'm trash (laughs) (laughs) how are you doing joey uh i am not doing great (laughs) to be honest with you i'm very sick today i'm under the weather uh not in a covid19 sort of way i just I woke up with a massive headache this morning and I uh, just was trying to get to work at job number two this morning. And I stopped at the gas station, grabbed a monster and I was pounding that in the car because I figured I hadn't had caffeine in like a day and a half. Um, I don't drink anything like other than water after like 2 a.m. because I know I have to go home and try to get as much sleep as possible and I don't want to be wired. So. Um, I hadn't had any since Saturday night and that usually gives me a massive headache. Um, this time it just made me want to vomit. So (laughs) yeah, I just wasn't doing good today. So I called out of both my jobs and I've just been, yeah, I know. And I've just been staying, laying home and relaxing and I've watched like five episodes of Bob Ross painting. (laughs) (laughs) Just laying on the couch watching, uh, Bob Ross painting (laughs) all day. (laughs) 
And uh, other than that, I uh, yesterday I watched uh, Psycho Goreman for a second time. Uh, I made my son watch it with me. So. Nice. What did your son think of it? Oh, he loved it. He thought it was hilarious. We, he was laughing the whole time. So we, we all really liked it. I still loved it um, the second time. So it's still a five out of five for me. Can't wait for the Hunky Boys limited edition Blu-ray to come in. <laughs> I know. I've been wanting to watch it again, too. But I know that the, the DVD is on, on its way. So I'm just going to be patiently waiting for it to arrive. I rented it on Amazon to make sure that they get some more money and to make sure we had it in like full like 1080p. <laughs> we watched it. Nice. But enough about us. Let's talk about us. Mark Ellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Is Your Podcast. All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you will find movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you will find our merchandise there. We have a T Public store, uh, sweatshirts, mugs, journals, all types of cool things with the So Wizard Podcast logos all over it. So definitely check that out. Go to the website and f- press the T Public button. Brings you right to our store. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep on the website. Click on the Amazon logo, do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Uh, we have a Patreon page where you can support us monthly and receive bonus content from everyone here at the show. We have a YouTube page, videos going up all the time from Adam Wallyhawk, so definitely check that out. Shout out to all of our fellow podcasting family in the Geek World All Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. We just need an Excelsior. Excelsior! No, I shouldn't think. Excelsior! Fucking fantastic. All right. Well, Marcellus, it sounds like we've got news this week to discuss, so let's do it. Let's drop the drop and let's talk the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in Nerdy News, we had a few trailers that dropped. Uh, the first one I wanted to talk about is one that's going to be... Uh, actually, you know what? I'm not even sure where it's going to be premiering. I always thought it was going to be a Disney Plus movie, but now I'm not so sure. I have to, might have to double check on that one. But we got our look at the first footage from the prequel of 101 Dalmatians, Cruella. Uh, Emma Stone is playing the... Main character, Corella DeVille, in what's looking like a kind of her ascent to glory, I guess you can say. Uh, I know the trailers look kind of dark, but still has that Disney edge to it. It doesn't look like it's super violent. It kind of reminded me of what uh, Todd Phillips did with the Joker character, the Joker movie. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm a fan of 101 Dalmatians. I like the dogs more than Corella. I wasn't not sure how I'm going to feel about watching a movie about her, but I do like Emma Stone. Uh, and the movie looks pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to check it out. Uh, what did you guys think of this footage? Let's start with Aubrey. I thought it looked really cool. I think she's going to be a great Cruella. I mean, it it looks really interesting, too. So I'm excited to see it. 
even though this is a character that's famously known for killing dogs or <laughs> cartoon version. I know, version. that's the hard part. But I don't think Emma Stone would have ever signed on to something where she would actually have to, like, show cruelty. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. If if she does, then I think that I'll no longer like her. But I just get the feeling that she's not one of those people that would agree to a role if it actually showed it. Yep. What about uh, being in the Amazing Spider-Man duology? Because that was cruelty to our eyes. I liked her as Gwen Stacy, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had no problem with her as Gwen Stacy either. I like Emma Stone. She's always going to have a special plate in, a special place in my heart. Because she's a big K-pop fan. So right there, she's a winner in my book. Uh, Joey, what did you think of this footage? I didn't know uh, Cruella was Asian. (laughs) 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 Um, I don't know. This doesn't look like it's for me. Let's be honest. This doesn't look like it's for me. It looks like uh, the Joker (laughs) meets 101 Dalmatians. Like Mm -hmm. Cruella lives in a society. (laughs) I know. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, not uh, just not my thing. I, I, there's nothing here for me, man. I'm not a big Disney guy. I say this as somebody who loves going to Disney World, and I love Star Wars and Marvel, and uh, some of, so there are some Disney movies I love. You know, Nightmare Before Christmas, Flight of the Navigator, but uh, I'm not a Disney type person with all the animated films and stuff. So and I don't have this nostalgic pull for 101, 102. Dalmatians, uh, you know, or any of the spinoffs or TV shows. So, so it's, it's, it just, it's just nothing there for me, man. I mean, on the give a fuck a meter for me, it's like about a two. Aubrey, what is it on the give a fuck a meter for you? Um, I'd say about a three. All right. Well, that's not much higher than me. I, I do like Emma Stone, though, all jokes aside. I think she's a cutie patootie. So uh, I'll give it a chance. I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to have a choice anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just hope I don't have to go to the theater and go see it. So, uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm with Aubrey. I'm gonna say a three again. There isn't anything that really pulls me into this story because, like I said, I'm a, I was more of a fan of the dogs instead of Corella. But yeah, you know, it, it looks cool. I know it's coming out May 28th of this year. So whether that's Disney Plus Premium or it's strictly in the theaters, most likely it'd just be theaters. But uh. That's when it's coming out. It's coming out this summer. Uh, shout out to uh, 8-Bit Ray of uh, Gorilla Brain Podcast, who will be there day one, <laughs> wherever this movie's hope, coming uh, out. <laughs> I hope DMX shows up in the uh, mid-credits scene. Is like, where my dog's at? Move at us. All right, Marks. Top drop, shut them down, open up shop. <laughs> What's next on the list? You know, you're selling this movie even more now to me. <laughs> You can show up with a fat Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then the, uh, the next trailer that came out this week, something that I'm sure you guys are very excited for. Uh, we finally got footage of the new Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, this one will be coming out April 16th. As we talked before, it's going to be on HBO Max and it will be in theaters. So, you know, you get to choose which version or, or you get to choose where you want to go see it. Uh, the trailer that they dropped was an R-rated trailer to let you know that this ain't no game. This is the real, real deal. I, I was a little disappointed there was no Chun-Li in the trailer, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, Joey, what did you think of the Mortal Kombat trailer? 
Oh, man. It just needed some pulse-pounding techno, and it would have been perfect. <laughs> they did work that theme in there. They just gave it the slow, like, uh, orchestra version of it. <laughs> um, I I really liked the trailer. It looked exactly like I wanted it to look, and that's like a kind of B-grade action movie, uh, karate action movie. That's that's what I want from this. I, I loved the first one. Actually, funny story. I saw the first one in the theater with uh, my girlfriend at the time who's now my wife and that's just a shocking film to think that we had gone to see in the movie theater but uh she loved it so jesus <laughs> we actually are, are are all very excited as a family for this movie i sent jen the link to the trailer and i asked her if she'd watch it with us and her first question was in the theaters and i was like no 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 it'll be on streaming she's like well there better be some pulse pounding techno or oh. i'm not watching it. <laughs> and i'm like I love you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this looks great. It looks really violent and crazy. And we'll see. I, I'm a little disappointed to not see Johnny Cage is in this one, as that's my uh, number one Mortal Kombat character. That's a guy I've always used since part one in the arcade, but maybe he'll be in the sequel. I will give this a five out of five on the give a fuck a meter. All right. All right. Aubrey, I know how much you love video game adaptations on a big screen. So. <laughs> Unleash your animality, Aubrey. Yeah, um, I guess we'll see. We'll see how it comes out. I'm hesitantly excited about it because I like the older ones uh, just for nostalgia reasons. I mean, we watch them all the time growing up, so I can't imagine it going another way. So I'm I'm hesitant that they're going to ruin my childhood, but we'll see. I'll, I'll give it about a three and a half. All right. All right. Uh, I did like the first movie. I'd never saw the second one. I never played the video. I think I might have played the video games a couple of times. Not a big fan of them at all. This trailer, I'm sorry, it reminded me of The Last Airbender. (laughs) It just didn't have, it looks like there's special effects, but they just didn't look like, I don't know, they just wasn't elevated. If it's going to be a martial arts movie, I wanted to see some cool martial arts scenes. All I saw was like slow moving CGI effects. So I don't know. I'm going to give this a two and a half out of five. I'm going to give a fuck a meter. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's coming out April April 16th. So we'll, we'll definitely be talking about it after that. All right. So now lightning round, uh, just a couple of hot topics that I wanted to go over with you guys real quickly. Uh, number one, this Flash movie that they've been threatening to make, it's moving right along and they actually cast a girl to play Supergirl. Boston-born Sasha Cali, who is Latina, is going to be playing Supergirl. And they kind of made the announcement on Instagram uh, with the director, uh, Andy Muschietti, delivering the news to her. I think this is cool. Why not? Uh, This is probably their answer of uh, Henry Cavill not going to be appearing in it anywhere. So like, well, fuck it. We don't need Henry Cavill. Let's just get a cute girl to be Supergirl. Uh, So now they have a Supergirl in the Flash movie. Uh, it's, it's dropping 2022. I know nothing about this girl, but I think this is a cool idea. Aubrey, how do you feel about Supergirl being in a Flash movie? I don't care. I don't want this movie to happen. Give it a zero out of five. I don't want this to happen. <laughs> Damn. Are you just mad about the Flash making about them making a Flash movie, or you just don't want Supergirl to be in it? I'm mad about the Flash movie. I don't care about Supergirl because I hate this movie already. <laughs> Oh, man. 
Well, you know what, Mark? I mean? What do you, what do you have to say when Aubrey thinks she's not going to have to watch the Flash movie? You beat me to it, Joey. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, 2022. We're all about this Flash movie, uh, Joey. What about you, man? How'd you feel about uh, Sasha Kaylee, Callie, Callie uh, being cast as Supergirl? Oh, she's cute, dude. <laughs> I was just like, oh, hello there. <laughs> There's definitely something super about this girl. Oh, you know, she's very attractive. I have no idea how she is as an actress. I don't know if it really matters. I don't know how big a role it's going to be. I just hope that uh, Ezra Miller doesn't choke her and body slam her. Jesus Christ. Maybe she likes it. <laughs> We're not harder, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I'm I'm excited to see what they're gonna do with this wild, crazy um, Elseworlds type stuff they're bringing in. But it, it's starting to feel like a really overloaded movie. We've already got um, two Batman's. We have the Flash, who has no fucking real backstory or anything that we have. So we have nothing established for him. So it makes sense for Spider-Man three to bring in all these characters. We've had two movies plus two Avengers movies to kind of establish Spider-Man. We've had like. Barely anything in Justice, just ass league to establish Flash. And now we're going to have a movie where he's basically going to be like the fifth most important character in his own movie. <laughs> so uh, it seems like a lot. I hope they can pull it off, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, I have faith in it. I have faith in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that the DCEU has filled you with a lot of faith. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was a fan of uh, Andy Machete's uh, It movies. I like the first one. A lot. Thought the first one. I thought the second one was wasn't as good as the first one, but he was. It showed that he was a competent film director. So he seems like he's really all hands on deck with this one. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. All right, all right. So then the uh, second uh, second hot topic. Uh, Edgar Wright, who I'm a huge fan of, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, he is going to be directing a remake of The Running Man. You might remember that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger sci-fi movie that came out years ago. Uh, Edgar Wright can do almost no wrong in my eyes. I don't care what it is. I am all for it. Uh, Joey, how do you feel about the director of Baby Driver doing a Running Man movie? Well, honestly, if you just told me there is a Running Man remake coming out, my first assumption that would be trash. Um, I know the story is different, obviously, than the movie that was presented, but I feel like the movie is so ingrained. It's just like when you try to remake Total Recall, you know, it just it doesn't work. It doesn't work without Arnold and being an Arnold vehicle. Um, but again, Edgar Wright is awesome. So I, I 100 percent trust what he's going to do with the material. And I'm sure it won't be a straight remake or attempt to remake or capture that lightning in a bottle of the Arnold movie. So I think back to good times in my youth watching uh, Running Man that we rented as a family wow. <laughs> at the video store to watch. And um, I look forward to this. I mean, he hasn't really made a bad movie. His worst movie is meh. So well, I guess, well, I don't like Scott Pilgrim, but there's a lot of other facts. The, the direction of the movie is not the problem with Scott Pilgrim. We'll, go for, we'll leave it at that. But the best he's, the worst he's ever made is like a two and a half out of five movie. So I'm interested. I'm in, like, just do it, especially after Baby Driver, which was fucking awesome. So, yeah, bring it on, man. Let him do whatever he wants. I don't even care. All right. Now, Aubrey, did you ever see the original Running Man? No. 
Yeah, I didn't think so. I don't even know why I bother asking. <laughs> Just hoping I'll be surprised. <laughs> yes, no, I really don't care about a remake. <laughs> wow, Mark, do you know what you say to Aubrey when she hasn't seen The Running Man? <laughs> Fool this man! <laughs> now what I was expecting, but we'll take it. <laughs> you just made the list. Add it to the list. Maybe that should be a new Patreon tier is that I finally watch movies on the list. It has to be an expensive tier. Yeah. <laughs> Get Aubrey a day off of work. <laughs> Make it a $10 tier. Hey, well, Aubrey, uh, yeah, this movie probably came out when you were born, probably like before you were born. So I can definitely understand you haven't seen it. It is a good movie. Uh, it is based on a Stephen King story. So it has that. And I'm sure Edgar Wright is going to adhere more to the original's book than the, uh, the Schwarzenegger movie. So, yeah, I'm psyched for this. I think it'd be cool. All right. So then the last one is uh, speaking of spinoffs, looks like Netflix has ordered a TV show that's based on Wednesday Adams. Uh, she's getting her own kind of spinoff TV show. Eight episodes on Netflix. Uh, it will be kind of a, almost like a coming of age type of story. Uh, I'm thinking it'd be kind of like in a Riverdale sense. Uh, it's going to be written and produced by the guys who did Smallville, the original Smallville. And Tim Burton is making his television directorial debut with the first episode of the Wednesday Adams TV show. So, uh, yeah, you know, I think the Adams family is all right. Uh, I like the movies. I haven't checked out the the newest cartoon, but uh, yeah, this could be cool. Um, Aubrey, how do you feel about a Wednesday Adams TV show? I really don't care. I mean, Noah was Noah really likes the uh, the new movie that came out. Really, okay. so I could see how like kids that have seen that would be interested in a Wednesday Adams movie mm-hmm. or show. I just you know for me. I had the old Adams family, so the new one is just kind of eh. It's not Wednesday Adams unless it's Christina Ricci. So. <laughs> well, you know, some people might think it's not Corella DeVille unless it's Glenn Close, but here we are. I'm sure, they'll, I'm sure they'll find someone who's just as exciting as Christina Ricci. Hopefully. Joey, how about you, dude? How do you feel about a Wednesday Adams TV show? Oh, boy. Is Tim Burton directing the whole series or just one episode? They haven't announced yet. He's definitely directing the first episode. All right. Well, I don't think he really, quote unquote, has it anymore. I can't. When was the last time he made a project that was like really good? Really? Um, uh, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> He'll always have a place in my pantheon. He does get a pass for life. I mean, he's made a ton of awesome movies. So good for him. Whatever he wants to do, making money. Um, I did used to watch, nah, I don't know, age myself. I used to watch reruns of the original Adams family on TV mm-hmm. and not on Nickelodeon. This is on like terrestrial, like regular television. <laughs> Again, going back to those weird New York channels we used to get before, before and just when cable started, they always played a lot of weird reruns. So I, I saw tons of, uh, Adams family, Munsters, Gilligan's Island on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do like that. I remember liking the, f- I saw the first movie. I never saw the second one. Oh. You're, you're missing out, dude. The second one is really good. Which one had the really bad uh, MC Hammer song? Oh, the second one, I think. Well, then which one had the really bad Adam's Woomp There It Is? Oh, crap. Okay, no. Woomp There It Is is the second one. Tag Team is the second okay. one. Hammer is the first one. 
That's it. all right. Well, it, yeah, I, I I want this one to have a really cheesy rap song to go with it. <laughs> um, and I really want them to cast Ava Green as Morticia. Otherwise, uh, bring it on. Let's check it out. That's fair. Ava Green is a uh, Morticia. That works. That works. Uh, in that black dress, uh, I'll watch anything. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's uh, I think it's coming out. Actually, they haven't given it a release date, but it is going to be a Netflix show. Eight episodes and uh, we'll see how this goes. And uh, let's see. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. That's all I got for the news for this week. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to review Flora and Ulysses. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. All right, we are back, guys. It is time for us to review this movie. A little bit of behind-the-curtain nonsense. We're going to review Boss Level, <laughs> which is coming out on Hulu. Um, I looked it up when I was putting together our list, and I saw the release date was going to be perfectly in time for us to do this episode. Turns out that is the international theatrical release date. <laughs> so um, We won't be able to review that for a while, if ever. Um, it's When does it come out, Mark? I want to say it's in two weeks, so March. All right. Beginning of March. Yes. Well, as we slide into March, uh, the schedule starts to get really packed with like actual cool content. So I don't know if we'll get to that one. It might end up being on Patreon at some point. I don't know. So then we were going to do Monster Hunter, which we have not done yet. And uh, I have heard is horrendously bad. So that would have been exciting, especially because I know how much Aubrey loves video game movies. <laughs> and what happened there, Mark? Uh, so that one isn't going to be released uh uh, through regular regular price DVDs for another couple of weeks also. Uh, right now, if you want to watch it, you can go to the theaters or you can pay 20 bucks to rent it online, video on demand. Yeah, there's no way in hell we were donating $20 towards Monster Hunter. <laughs> I wasn't going to risk COVID to go to the theater and see it. So that was out. So thankfully... Disney Plus came through with this new movie, Flora and Ulysses, which is based on a kid's novel. This is a a family movie. Aubrey, what is Flora and Ulysses all about? An imaginative and creative 10-year-old cynic never could have predicted that her little squirrel would be born anew as a superhero and have an uncanny knack for helping her and the lovable but broken people in her life. All right. So... We all had a chance to check it out. We're going to go with our non-spoiler impressions to start. If you haven't seen it, feel free to jump out after that. Mark Ellis will play the sound drop delineating spoilers, and then we will spoil Flora and Ulysses. But to start, what would you think of the movie, Mark Ellis Reagans? You know, it's a lot different than what I thought it was going to be. I didn't know it was based on a, a kid's book or like a kid's novel, but now that, I, now that I've seen it, that makes total sense. I thought it was going to be a lot more whimsical and fun. Uh, but it's definitely a lot more, not serious, but there's a lot less goofy comic book stuff in it. I wanted more of that. But uh, yeah, it's okay. It's a good kids movie. All right. Uh, Aubrey, how about you? I liked it. I thought it was really cute. Did you watch it with Noah? Um, No, he was too busy next to me punching his tablet. 
Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I asked what he thought of it, but I guess he didn't watch. I mean, he he like listened to it and would make comments about the echolocation pieces, but uh, that was about it. That was the extent of it. He was playing Roblox. <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, I thought it was all right. You know, it's a kid's movie. It was live action. So that was good. Um, I liked a lot of the superhero references. We'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, I mean, it's not, I'm not sitting here saying it's like a five out of five, but I'm sure Aubrey will agree as a parent. Anytime you can watch a kid's movie that doesn't make you want to rip your own eyeballs out and eat them. It definitely uh, gets it some extra points. So. Mm hmm. <laughs> So anyone have any non-spoiler things they want to say about this movie or should we jump right into it? Go ahead, Aubrey, if you have anything. Oh, I don't. (laughs) I feel (laughs) like I never do. (laughs) Well, it's it's hard sometimes to talk. I don't want to spoil anything about the movie for people who haven't seen it yet. So it's hard to talk about things. So we'll just jump into it. Mark Ellis, drop the drop and let's spoil Flora and Ulysses. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right, so let's do it. Let's start with things we liked. Marcellus, what are some things you liked about this movie? Uh, it actually had like a really good sense of humor. Uh, I like dumb pratfalls and things like that, and this movie had a, a good handful of them, uh, and that I really enjoyed. Uh, there was um, there's a part. The movie starts off with uh, Flora talking about comic book characters, and they're all like Marvel comic book characters, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And the, you know, the, the camera switches to like a zip-a-tone like effect. Uh, and then she goes to the comic book store to like sell her comic books and they're all like DC books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> Shots fired. So, yeah. So I, I like, uh, you know, I like I like the humor in it a lot. I thought it was really good. I thought the the kid that played the uh, the blind kid that lived next door. Uh, I thought his scenes were actually really good. He has some really good scenes with the dad where they bounce lines off of each other that I thought was actually really funny. Um, I thought the special effects were cool. Um, the squirrel actually looked pretty good. Uh, I thought it was going to look cheesy like the um, the trolls, and or not the trolls, the elves in the Santa Claus movie that we watched, the Christmas Chronicles. Oh, Christmas Chronicles 2. <laughs> I can already, just don't even say the word Bellsnickel, please. <laughs> I thought we were going to get like some kind of, you know, really off-kilter CG effects um, like that movie. But no, the, the effects were actually pretty good. And I, I like the actors in it. I like the the parents. <laughs> I know her name isn't Willow. Allison Hannigan. Uh, I like Allison Hannigan. I thought she was really good. Uh, the guy that played the dad, uh, Ben, can't remember his last name. He was the voice of Sonic. I thought he was really good. He had some really good lines. Ben Schwartz. Schwartz. Thank you, Aubrey. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I think I really like him. I think he had some really good back and forth with the kids. Uh, and there's a really funny Titanic joke in there that I thought was hilarious but um yeah yeah it i thought it was i thought it was cute i thought it was fun it doesn't have that full superhero comic book element that i wanted but yeah i i enjoyed the uh the goofy humor of it all right aubrey how about you what are some things you liked about the movie um i really like the cast i thought that the cast is fantastic i like the little comic book quirks in it um like the the comic book store owner his name was stanley but it was Stan Lee, like L-E-E. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that that was really cute. I I thought that overall it had a really cute story to it. And um, it wasn't obnoxious in any way. There wasn't anything that made me cringe and was annoyed by it. I really liked the weird doctor lady. 
and it was more like a holistic doctor. Uh, the little girl is adorable when she plays mini Sabrina. She's cute in that too. So she, I'm excited to see what she does in the future. I was surprised to see Ben Schwartz in a uh, serious role because I'm used to him in uh, Parks and Rec. Yep. So it's a little weird seeing him in a in a serious role, but he did a really good job. So overall, the whole thing was really adorable, and I liked it. Okay, cool. All right. Well, you know, this is not my type of movie. Um, let's just be upfront. <laughs> Even when I was a kid, this wouldn't have been my type of movie. But I, I think it fits into a niche that we've discussed at times on the show where there aren't any movies that are live action adventure movies for kids that aren't PG-13 um, action or superhero movies or aren't G-rated really babyish cartoons. Um, it was nice to see this was like a throwback to those nineties movies, like uh jungle to jungle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe you don't like those movies. I certainly didn't, but they're, they don't really exist anymore. So to see that streaming services can kind of come along and make them and fill that niche again, is it, nice to see. Um, Allison Hannigan has now transformed into a uh, Milfy. So Positive points there. Um, the squirrel it looked good. The CG on the squirrel looked good. I also thought it was hilarious, Mark, anytime that anything DC was referenced in the, show, in the movie. <laughs> um, she made a bat signal. There was a illustration at the end uh, likening the squirrel to the Superman. Hmm. Um, he did the fly when he flew. It was from fucking Man of Steel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and... Uh, and, and you're right. When she went to sell her comics, they were DC. And then when she was had some stashed away, they were Batman uh, comics. I thought that was really weird. Um, I don't know if this was made and then sold to Disney or like what. But it, I will say that the beginning of the movie was really nice to see. They, they uh, mentioned Wolverine. They showed the Fantastic Four. Uh, Silver Surfer. That, that was great to see, especially after years and years and years and years of Marvel um, trying to ignore Fantastic Four and X-Men because they didn't own the movie rights to them. So it was nice to see a movie on Disney Plus, like taking full advantage of having access to that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a superhero movie, really. So uh, I thought it was pretty funny too. Uh, the guy from uh, Community as the animal catcher was funny. I liked the people at the restaurant. (laughs) The girl was like, the story kept getting crazier and crazy. It was pretty crazy. Um, The mouse, or sorry, the squirrel uh, doing crazy stuff. But then, like, the people they were interviewing on the news, the story kept getting crazier. And she was like, he's throwing rabies (laughs) all over me. (laughs) I thought that was really funny. And even though it was really weird, I liked the strange, like, doctor lady that, like, it was just like appear places and she like let them take her car home and there, she just stands there. Like there's no like recourse of how she got home or anything. So I, I like that. So, I mean, it was enjoyable. It was cute. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to be my top five movies of the year, but I, I didn't dislike it. Um, but Hey, you know, with the good has to come the bad. So Markellis, was there anything you didn't like about the movie? Uh, you know, the pacing was a little off in some scenes. It felt like it could have been a little bit tighter, moved a little bit faster. I, as much as I liked her, uh, Flora's narration through the through the movie, it got a little annoying after a while. <laughs> she uh, she narrated a lot, and usually I don't even notice that stuff, but for some reason it, it popped up a lot in this movie. 
Uh, and I thought the dad was kind of a jerk. He like left his family because he couldn't get his comic book made. Like that's why you leave Willow Rosenberg and your ten year old daughter to work at Walmart. Uh, or whatever that place was. So, yeah, I thought the dad was kind of an asshole. I was glad to see him, like, come back around towards the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> all right. All right. Aubrey, how about you? Anything you disliked about the movie? Um, Not really. I mean, it was a kid's movie, so I think that I graded it pretty easily, and I was pretty uh, gentle on it. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't really get too annoyed about anything. Um, I, I don't know. The, the blind kid was a little weird. Um, (laughs) I feel like he is going to cause issues with the politically correct crowd. Um, but I think that that was really like the only thing that felt a little disjointed to me. Okay. All right. Well, you know, for me, the first thing that really bothered me about this movie was the fact that, um, Allison Hannigan, who played Willow and Buffy, who I have had a crush on for what, like 20 years now, um, used to play teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's playing someone's mom. So what does that say about our age, Mark? Oh, it's, I, I felt the exact same way. <laughs> <laughs> that was that really took me aback because at first I was like, that's not Willow, is it? And I looked it up on IMDb and I was like, oh, shit. And I'm like, man, we're fucking old as dirt. Yes. Yes, we are. I mean, Fuck. she she played a mom on um, How I Met Your Mother. Like towards the end, they had kids. So uh, I was kind of well, used to it. Yeah, but seeing her. Know, I mean, people age, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> seeing her Still. as like a mom to like a almost preteen. It's like, man, I really am old. Holy shit. <laughs> That's right. I'm old as dirt right now. <laughs> this bitch. Um um, I think that I didn't really, and you're, I agree with you, the, the, see, it's a kid's movie, so it's gotta be a little bit easy to understand. So yeah, the, the reason why they were divorced didn't make much sense or getting divorced didn't make much sense to me as an adult, but I can see it's probably easier to try to simply explain it in a kid's movie. And again, this movie wasn't about like parents getting divorced though. It kind of was, but it wasn't. So we didn't need to get in depth on that. Um, but you're right. Like it didn't, the idea didn't make sense to me as an adult. Um, and, and I did like the blind kid, but I, I read, I was reading reviews of this before I, on letterbox before I watched it. And people were saying this movie's really ableist. It's ableist. It's uh, making fun of blind people. And I get that, but like, he wasn't actually blind. He was hysterically blind. Right. <laughs> but it is, I, I can see where, and I, I hate to be like, uh, you know, pearl clutching or anything, but I can see where, you know, people might get a little offended where, you know, like, Jesus Christ, how many like bad blind jokes are we going to make at this kid's expense? But I, I thought it was funny in the context of the movie. So uh, uh, maybe I'm part of the problem. But uh, Aubrey, you, did you think that was offensive at all? Or were you just thinking that people were going to be offended? offended? I, I just figured people would be offended. Okay. It's Mark very Ellis. hard to offend me, but yeah. <laughs> I could see where people would be offended over that. Mark Ellis, now you haven't gotten into your really uh, what you didn't like, but what did you think of the kid being uh, being blind? Well, that's uh, that's the thing. I thought they kind of poured it on a little too thick. Like there was too many instances of him tripping over shit or falling over stuff because of his blindness. But then on the other hand, we got a kid to walk around looking like a young Matt Murdock <laughs> through the entire movie. <laughs> so it's like, I kind of like that. 
so yeah, as long as I mean, spoiler alert, he does get his his vision back, and it's a it's a very sweet scene. So yeah, I think they could have peeled back on the uh, the Pratt Falls a little bit. All right. Well, that was really about it for me for what I disliked about it. So, uh, I mean, any final thoughts, you guys, on Flora and Ulysses, Aubrey? No, not really. I mean, I did really like it. So. Okay. Uh, Martellus, how about you? I really wish that it was more of a superhero story. Like, they don't really explain how Ulysses gets his powers. He just goes into a vacuum cleaner and dies and comes back. Um, okay, that's fine. That's whatever. Um, I would have liked for him to eventually get like a um, like an all black leather suit, like the X Men, <laughs> two thousand X Men, and like go out and save the world. Like that, I would have I would have enjoyed. But uh, yeah, you know the little bit of powers that he did display, I thought was cute. So um, yeah, yeah, it's it's cute. Okay, so let's get it a score. Let's score this movie up and wrap it up before we tap it up. Uh, Aubrey, on a scale of zero to five, with five being the best and zero being the worst, what do you got for Flora and Ulysses? I'm going to give it a uh, five out of five. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a really good kids movie. I wouldn't hate Noah for watching it on repeat. So I I really don't have complaints about it. It's cute. It's whimsical. Five out of five. Put it on the front of the DVD box from Aubrey Litchfield. So was your <laughs> podcast. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? I know it's only February. I cannot wait to the end of the year review <laughs> when this movie comes up again. Jeez. Oh, my God. Um, that's amazing. Uh, I, I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of five. Three and a half. Um, I know. it's like it, it, I have to judge it as like a regular movie. And I think it could have been a little bit better, but it, it is. It's very entertaining. Hell, that's half a star better than Bloodshot. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it must be a masterpiece. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll give it a, a three and a half out of five. I think it's good. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to go with a two and a half out of five. <laughs> Again, this isn't my type of movie. I could see, I don't know, if we could like, go into the past and, and myself, my wife and like a, uh, I don't know, like six or seven year old Janine could watch this as a family movie night and it'd be perfectly fine. There's nothing offensive about this movie whatsoever, even with the blind kid falling over a bunch of times and it's fine as a family movie. And, and like I said, you know, when you're a parent and you got to watch kids movies, if it's even passable, you know, it, it's like a knock out of the park. So, you know, I, I'll say two and a half out of five for me as an adult watching this movie, um, if I was younger or if I had younger kids who maybe were like excited watching it with me, it might be higher to score. Or if I was Mark or Aubrey and didn't have taste in movies, it might be a higher score. Oh, how dare <laughs> but you? For me, it's a two and a half out of five. All right. So that is it. That's Flora and Ulysses screaming now on Disney+. Plus. Now we're going to finish up this episode and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got for all the fam? Uh, Super Mario 3D World just came out for the Switch this past week. Um, it has Bowser's Fury in it, so everybody should pick it up because it's nothing better than the Mario game. Awesome. Are you playing that with Noah? Um, I haven't let him know that I got it yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get two copies, and he's just going to steal it from me. <laughs> All right. Well, beat it first, and then you can get it to him. <laughs> yeah, that was my plan. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Marcellus, how about you? 
Uh, yeah, I want to recommend something that everyone is already doing anyway, but I just want to reinforce it. I'll watch WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. It's getting really good, and we're getting close to the end. And uh, the the way, the direction that the story is going is very, very, very interesting. So, yeah, if you're not already watching WandaVision, which I'm sure you are, uh, watch it. And hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think of it. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have a full review of that coming as soon as the season finishes. So right after the week after the season finishes, we'll have a full review of that on the podcast. But I will suggest that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, just about anywhere under the sun that you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search So Is Your Podcast. You will find hours of free exclusive content there. Adam has been dropping movie reviews and interviews with uh, actors, actresses, and directors of some of these movies. Like it's going out of style. I think he has seven videos he finished editing today. So by God, please go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, and watch some of the content. There is something for everybody between horror movies, action movies, Lifetime movies, <laughs> drama movies. He has been checking a lot of crazy stuff out. So go there and see it in your eyes, in your ears. Uh, don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com backslash podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. Uh, this month is the only place to hear our ranking of Fox X-Men movies, as well as my reviews of Framing Britney Spears and more So Wizard Podcast on Patreon. Check it out. I don't really have much of a recommendation this week. I have not been doing very much, but I will say um, if you're not feeling well, lie down on the couch and fire up some uh, painting by Bob Ross TV show because <laughs> it's very relaxing and it, it's very uh, pleasant. I guess is the best way to say it. it's the most unoffensive, easy to watch stuff. You can just lay there in a haze, munching on saltine crackers, drinking ginger ale and watch Bob Ross paint. And that is going to do it. That is episode number 342 of the So Wizard Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I was going to have like a really cool quote and then just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Story of your life. Yeah. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Uh, everybody have a good week. Uh, A-Bit Ray, I hope we did uh, Cruella justice for you and Wakanda forever. See you guys next week. And remember, my friends, future events such as these may affect you in the future. Good journey. <laughs>